You're listening to the Savvy Social Podcast, the show for budding entrepreneurs who want to understand the how and the why of social media marketing. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Hey, what's up? And welcome to episode number 75 of the Savvy Social Podcast. This show is brought to you by Social Report. Social Report is the world's most complete social media management tool, and it's my tool of choice when it comes to all things scheduling, reporting, managing, doing all the things on social media. You can learn more about Social Report by going to socialreport.com. Now, in today's episode, I'm talking all about social media marketing and the 2020 predictions and trends in the market that are to come. So I'm going to dive into the difference between strategy and tactics because that's important for looking at the trends for the new year. I'm going to talk about the overall marketing shifts that I predict will happen in 2020, three specific tactics that I see uh, that'll be really important for 2020, and I'll dive into my word of the year and how I plan to implement that into my marketing in the new year. Before we dive into that, though, uh, coming up in the Savvy Social School on December 16th, I've got a training slash Q&A on how to take a break from social media. So December, historically for me, has been a, a busy month. So publicly, I slow things down. I don't post as much to social media. I definitely don't do as, as many visibility tactics. Um, usually by this point in the year, I'm emotionally and energetically drained. So I take a break from social media. And so I'm going to talk about how I do that in in the school, we're going to do a live Q&A session and we're going to brainstorm some different ways that you can take a break from social media as well without having it really drastically change your momentum. So you want to take a break without completely hitting stop, or even if you completely hit stop, the best way is to kind of take a break. Now, if you're new to this idea of taking a social media break, I have two podcast episodes that I want to recommend to you. The first one is episode number 24, where I interview Britt Colo, who talks about how she took a month-long break from her entire business, social media included. Um, she took a month off for, she got married, and she went on a honeymoon and just didn't want to work that during that period of time and didn't want to be present on social media, but she still showed up. So definitely take a listen to that episode for some ideas on how you can take a break. And then I also have uh, episode number 25, where I talk about how to combat overwhelm and negativity on social media. And in that episode, I talk about taking a break as a way to kind of reduce that overwhelming feeling. And then I also talk about how to just manage that throughout the year, because most times the reason we need to take breaks is because we do a lot during the year. So how to kind of moderate and manage yourself so that you're not requiring as many breaks. Awesome. So let's dive into today's episode. And I want to talk first about strategy versus tactics. Strategy versus tactics. And I hear this a lot with people who look at the tactics of social media. So things like posting to Instagram stories or developing a video content strategy. Those are all tactics, the short-term tasks that you can enact on social media. And as far as tactics go, there is a lot of them out there and often they contradict each other. So instead of focusing in on the tactics, 
tactics, I want you to think about your overall strategy first. Your strategy is your long-term plan. This is where you identify your overall goals. This is how you decide what tactics you're going to be using on social media because your tactics really should play into your long-term plan. And if you're getting conflicting advice about what tactics you should be implementing on social media, ask yourself if it fits into your overall long-term plan. And I'll give an example of a consultation call I did recently with a client who I actually advised her not to start with social media at this stage in her business. Um, She's a business coach. She wants to start connecting with small businesses locally. She wants to build her brand. She doesn't have a lot of clients. So for her, I actually recommended she start with one-to-one interactions first. Don't worry so much about broadcasting. Don't worry so much about being present online because you need to make money in your business. So step number one, make money in your business. Then step number two could be adding in a social media strategy that falls in line with that plan of making more money in your business, okay? And then you can assign tactics that fall in line with that strategy. So with that in mind, I predict the overall shift in social media marketing in 2020 is going to be a desire for intimacy on social media. So a desire for intimacy on social media. People want connection. People want uh, community. And I definitely see that being a huge shift from this broadcast style of, of social media that we're currently participating in. So most of us are fairly savvy users of social media, and we're getting a little tired of this broadcasting style. We're overwhelmed with the sheer amount of content that there is to consume online in any given day. There are hundreds of thousands of social media posts just in our current feeds alone, you could keep scrolling and you won't reach the bottom of it. There's always going to be more content. So what we want and what we desire and what most people want is this intimacy in social media. So we're going to want more personalization. And you can see this in some of the um, things that the social media platforms are shifting towards. So using Instagram as an example, Instagram hid the likes. That was a big moment this year, 2019, where Instagram took away the ability for the average viewer to look at a post and see how many people liked it. You cannot do that at a glance. Now, from your personal profile, if you have a business page, you can um, look and see in your analytics. But as a viewer, they can't see how many people have liked a post instantly. Okay, That number is not on the post itself. This is a direct result of that shift towards intimacy, that shift away from feeling like you're just a number towards feeling like you're actually connected to that person. Um, these social media platforms want us to focus on things like um, the, the comment section and the actual connecting with people instead of liking something because it's popular or seeking out likes because of some sort of vanity metric. Okay, so there's three different tactics that are going to kind of relate to this overall strategy, this overall idea of intimacy on social media. And the first one has to do with stories, Instagram stories and Facebook stories specifically. These are going to be key in 2020. If you do not have a plan for stories in 2020 and if 
it falls in line with your strategy, I want you to consider this tactic of stories adding it to your playbook, okay? So the reason why stories are going to be important because it plays into that idea of intimacy. Stories take up your entire screen. When you're watching them, you literally can't see anything else. It's your whole screen, okay? If someone sends you like a text or something, you may see that notification, but you're not going to see anything else. Unlike when you're scrolling through the feed and you can kind of peek and see what that next post is going to be, okay? Stories aren't like that. So it reduces the distraction that other people have, and you're having a very intimate experience with them because their entire attention is on your story. This is both Instagram stories and Facebook stories. It really feels like a one-to-one connection, and it's getting back to the roots of why social media became so popular in the first place, and it plays into this idea that we want to be connected with the world around us in, in a real way, not in a highly produced way, not in a highly curated way. If you think about how Instagram first started, it was literally taking pictures on your phone and posting them in the moment. You could not schedule posts. You could not even pull pictures from your um, phone initially. You had to take it in the moment. And so they're really returning back to that in the moment style of um, communication with stories. And now Facebook has stories as well. And if you scroll through your Facebook feed, you'll start to notice that Facebook is actually emphasizing stories, not just from the people you follow, but from celebrities and other people they've identified as important as well. Scroll through your Facebook feed and kind of pay attention to the stories that you see there because they're showing up more and more. Same thing on Instagram. So for this shift to intimacy in 2020, I see stories as a huge important element there. All right, the second tactic that falls in line with this intimacy in 2020 is video, specifically live video. I know video has been on the docket for the past three, four years as a social media prediction and trends, and it's not going anywhere, folks. So if you have not considered a live video strategy, I definitely encourage you to consider it. Um, There's this shift away from broadcasting, as I mentioned, and live video adds that element of intimacy. It adds that element of this isn't completely polished, this isn't perfect, and we crave that. It's almost like reality TV, where there was this rise of reality TV in the early 2000s, and it's continuing to be important to the consumer, and we're seeing that on social media as well. All right, the third tactic that I want you to consider for 2020 is direct messaging. So this definitely falls in line with the craving that we have for intimacy. It's the one-to-one conversations and platforms like Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn are adding in even more elements to their direct messaging functions by using things like voice messaging or video calling. They want this to remain a one-to-one communication platform. It's a direct line of communication with your customers, potential customers, your referral relationships. I know for my business specifically, Instagram DMs has been massive for my referral partnerships. So oftentimes the people that I'm trying to get the attention of aren't on social media. So my marketing strategies uh, tend to be towards connecting with people who can connect me with them, right? So my referral partnerships. 
web designers, PR strategists, Facebook ad strategists, uh, podcast editors, video editors. Those are all of the right people. They have the same clients that I do, and I'm looking for them to refer me as their go-to person for organic social media. And so direct messaging has been vital in that process because it helps me maintain a relationship with those people. So I want you to consider how you can add direct messaging into your strategy in 2020. And um, the easiest way to do this is combine it with your stories strategy. Start responding to people's stories in the form of a direct message. It's the easiest way to get started with your direct messaging strategy. Uh, There is a term out there called dark social, and this term was coined by Alexis Madrigal. Uh, She wrote an article in the Atlantic in 2012. And I'm going to put a link to um, the article and an uh, article about that article from Convince and Convert that talks about this idea of dark social. And it's this idea that there's majority of communication is happening in messages, in emails, in one-to-one conversations, and that is not going anywhere, folks. That is not going anywhere. In fact, it's becoming even more important as we are flooded and inundated with so much information. I have nothing against a good Facebook ad. I've definitely bought things from Facebook ads before, uh, but I mostly look for recommendations from people I trust, and the average person is the exact same way. So you want to be able to build a brand that can survive on dark social, that can survive in conversations, one-to-one conversations, that can survive because someone else recommended it. So I'll link to that article so you can kind of deep dive into that a little bit more. But main point is direct messaging is going to be huge in 2020. Okay, so those are my three predictions um, for tactics for the new year. And I want to talk a little bit now about how I'm personally going to be leveraging this. And every year I choose a word of the year. My word for 2019 was visibility. And y'all, I freaking crushed it. Um, I spoke at probably a dozen different events this year. Um, Some live, some virtual. I did probably over 20 podcast interviews. Um, I, I connected with you guys in person, which was amazing. And and it was it was a, an extremely important year in in the business for being visible, for showing up, for connecting with more of you wonderful people. So this year, I'm shifting into uh, a different word of the year, which is going to be loyalty. Loyalty. So I spent the past year making new connections, and this year I want to deepen those connections. So for you, dear listener, I want to build a better relationship with you. And I have some exciting things coming up in the new year to develop that. So next month uh, in January uh, 2020, I will be launching The After Show, which is going to be an opportunity to continue this podcast conversation with me live each week on Facebook and YouTube. We'll talk about this episode topics. We'll talk about some social media updates and news, and I'll be able to provide additional resources to really help you on your social media journey. So you can learn more about the after show just by listening to this show right here in your podcast app. Uh, I'll be talking more about that in the new year, and I'm really excited for that to come. And it definitely plays into my word of the year, which is loyalty. 
Now, if you're a client and you're listening to this, you get a bit of loyalty too. I'm really on a mission to help my clients um, take their business to a new level. And this really means going deeper with the clients that I currently have, helping them formulate more powerful content and really distribute that content across multiple channels. And it means becoming a referral resource for my clients. So if my clients need a Facebook ads person or a web designer or a virtual assistant, I want to be the connection for them to those other people who can really help them in their business. And don't think I forgot about the Savvy Social School. I love the Savvy Social School. It's like really the highlight of my week is hanging out there. And in the new year, we're implementing some more done-for-you content. This is definitely a highly requested item. Um, the People love the done-for-you content because it really just makes life so much easier. So starting in January, we're launching a full monthly content calendar. So we've been doing this whole year uh, abbreviated version of this, and we're going even deeper deeper into this content calendar this year, adding it into our training portal. You'll have access to it on the 15th of every month. So if you're listening to this in December 2019, on December 15th, the one for January will be released. I gave you guys a a sneak preview of it in our last training, so you can check that out. But um, you'll never have to guess what to post again. This is really going to outline everything for you. Uh, We're also diving into more of the people who are in the school. So specifically, oddly enough, or not oddly at all, if you think about it, I've been getting a lot of social media managers, virtual assistants, people who run their clients' social media. I've been getting a lot of questions about, uh, okay, how do I run social media for someone else instead of for myself? So I'm structuring a program for that in the new year as well really focusing in on helping those of you who run social media for other people. So if you're in the Savvy Social School, stay tuned for that. I'll probably talk about it on this podcast as well. And then the last way that I'm utilizing loyalty this year is loyalty to myself. This is a little bit of a personal note. I don't really give too many personal updates here, but I wanted to throw this in because I think it's important for the bigger picture. Um, So I've been meditating consistently for the past 130 plus days, and it's changed so much about how I view the world, how I view myself, and I definitely want to continue that practice into 2020. And I want to do more offline things. So I've put my life online since 2004, back when it was super uncool, uh, in, in a smaller sense in 2004, in a bigger sense in 2007 when I started my YouTube channel. And uh, I love being online. I love putting content out online. But um, in order to keep loving it, I need some offline things to do. And I definitely skipped out on that this year in a major way. So I want to get back to that. I'm super old school about it. I mean, I love crocheting. I'm really bad at it, but I love doing it. Cooking. uh, I love reading. And so I want to really dive into being loyal to myself and uh, committing to some offline hobbies in 2020. I'd love to know how you're going to tweak your strategy for 2020. And any if any of the tactics that we talked about in this episode really stood out to you, send me a direct message on Instagram. I'd love to continue the conversation with you there. I love a good voice message too, so that's how I tend to respond. Um, but yeah, please send me a direct message on Instagram. I'm at OnlineDrea. And I look forward to hearing about your 2020 word of the year, your 2020 strategy, and the tactics that you're going to use to support that strategy. 
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. For links and everything we talked about, please check out the show notes by visiting SavvySocialPodcast.com. And don't be afraid to continue the conversation. I'd love to have you inside of the Facebook group. You can search for us on Facebook or simply go to SavvySocialCrew.com. See you there. Bye for now.